Man, this is exciting. Yeah, me and Jan are going to be taking KLMS next year, right? And probably for like five more years after that. So <laughs> you guys want to join us in class next year? Jan and I will be there rocking it strong. KLMS round two. No, KLMS was super, super fun. I loved it. Um, when Greg called me and was like, yo, Mark, do you want to give a speech at the KLMS thing? I, first reaction, I was just like, oh, no, no. No, because it's so much easier or so much more comfortable being there watching somebody else speak and prepare, you know, and just getting to laugh along and be like, oh, I remember that. And, uh, but then immediately, my mind shifted to actually something that I learned in KLMS. Look at how, look at how great this is. <laughs> and so I, I just felt God, as he was changing my heart over the last, like, 12 weeks, I think 12 weeks with KLMS, is... Uh, like, and Greg teaches us, teaches us on this all the time, but it's just like, like, just take generosity, for example. Like, you don't, you know, like, save, save money, and then eventually, you know, I'm just going to have enough money, and now all of a sudden I can be generous. Or, like, loving people. Like, I'm just going to work on me, and then, you know, when, I'm, when I've got it figured out, I'm going to be the most loving person, and all of a sudden end up over here magically or like um with fear and just like like we had to like do a little sermon and that's kind of a little nerve-wracking because you're just like I don't know anytime you speak in front of people it's a little like whoa that you have to get over that initial fear and it's just like I'm just gonna be comfortable like one more time and then I'll really feel like being fearless all of a sudden and it's like no like we practice we practice fearlessness we exercise faith so that we build trust in God that we might be fruitful. And so, you know, he calls, he's like, Mark, do you want to talk? I'm thinking, no. Immediately I say yes. Because, like, it's my joy that I would get to practice fearlessness in the hope that God would use me just, like, a little bit more in the coming of the kingdom to Vancouver. It's, like, it's my joy to speak and get over that little thing. I don't think I'm just talking in front of my church family, right? So really, how bad is it? But it's like the initial part that you have to get over it's like, ooh, I don't want to do that. And then it's just like, no, it's my joy to practice that and not be comfortable one more time because, you know, one, one day I'm all of a sudden going to be fearless or save and make enough money so one day I'm going to be generous. Like, I'm going to practice generosity and I'm going to practice fearlessness and I'm going to practice loving so that God can use me more and more. Like, I'm, it's a trust-building thing. And so I was like, oh, it's my joy to get over a little bit of fear and talk to you guys. So... Basically, I'm just going to like, share a little testimony about what God was doing in my life through KLMS. And I'm sure like all the students, God was moving just incredibly through all of our lives. But you get to hear my little um, story today. And uh, it's about fruitlessness. Like the number one point of like KLMS, in my mind, was that we would grow closer to Jesus. Like that was the thing. Like can we, can we get to know Jesus? Can we be in relationship with Jesus? And I think what naturally happens with that is that you become more and more fruitful in your life. And, like, that's just natural. It's just like as, as the branches are connected to the vine that gives life, I bear fruit. And that's, like, the natural thing that, that happens. And so I thought, like, the number one point of KLMS was to, was to grow closer to Jesus. And I found myself becoming naturally more and more fruitful in my life. And so I just want to, like, talk a little bit about... Um, uh, a couple of testimonies, I guess, about what God was doing. And there's three points. 
uh, which is fun because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why that's fun. But uh, point number one is relationships, like God is so relational. Point two is um, how God, um, like we do ministry through the gifts he's given us. Um, mine is generosity. And uh, number three, that we would lay down our life. And God's just been teaching me things about all those. So relational. Um, God is a relational God, and like that's a good thing when you're talking to non-Christians about Jesus and like being fruitful and like showing them the love of God. Like God is relational and he's not anxious about that. And the problem with being relational is you can't prove that. It's like love, right? It's like, like I study science at UBC, right? Like love is not a thing that you prove. Like it's, it's built on trust, which is a choice. And I get some facts, right? Like the Bible says Jesus loves me and I get some feelings like the way the Holy Spirit moves in my life. And I get to decide to trust God. And I, for the longest time, was so anxious about that that at the end of all of my conversations with my friends, it would end up, the, it never sounded like this, but basically they're, they're, whatever question they phrase is like, there is no proof. Um, like, can you, or can you prove this? Or can you prove that? And it always had to do with some sort of proof, which is just a mistrust thing is what I'm learning, right? And what guys teaching me through KLMS and like what Greg's speaking on. It's like, and don't we all struggle with this? Like, I, I feel for them. Like, this is the same thing I'm working through. But it's like, it's good news. Like, God isn't anxious about calling us to trust. And so my talks with my friends, because in KLMS, they call us to start like a D group, a discussion groups where you talk about uh, life and faith with your um, non-Christian friends and you just grow together. It's really fun. Uh, like, I don't know. All of my talks with my friends have been dramatically transformed because God isn't anxious about calling us to trust and there not be like a thing that you have to prove. Like my, my talks with my friends have been dramatically different because it's actually what they're longing for. So before KLMS and God moving in my life, I would get so stumped um, by proof questions because I get insecure. Because I think God's insecure. Like, ooh, they really got us there. <laughs> I can't prove this. Like, shoot. And then you just like, you know, you talk about sports, right? And like the conversation moves on because, oh, yeah, that was like the trump card. And now I've had a lot of conversations with my friends over the past 12 weeks and, you know, taking them out for food and, and, and talking about God. And the funnest thing is when there's some sort of question posed as proof and I get to say, my God and I are not anxious that he calls us to trust instead of prove. And so, like, and so I would get to tell them, I was like, my relationship with God is based on trust, and you can't actually prove love. But I get to trust him. And so, like, the Bible, like, just like a relationship, right? Like, like my brother tells me he loves me. That's a nice little fact to have, like he told me. And then he also just lays down his life for me, his whole life. And it's like, there's my feelings. And it's like, now I get to decide if I'm going to choose to trust him in a love relationship. Like, trust is the foundation of a love relationship. And so now I explain it to my friends. I'm like, look, I'm not anxious about this. It's better for me that he doesn't prove himself to me because trust is where you experience intimacy. And so it's like, oh my gosh, I'm just not insecure about the proof thing. And my friends, at the end of the conversation, oh, it's dramatically different because you used to like, you used to talk, and then there's like proof, and then it's like shoot, and then it's like sports, 
and there's like peace. And, uh, and now it's just like proof. And I'm like, there's something better, dude. Try trust. And now their questions aren't defensive. They're curious. It's like, whoa. And so I think God has just dramatically been changing like the way I see God is like relational. And it's like a good thing in terms of like your fruitfulness among your friends who don't know Jesus. Like it's a better thing to call them into is trust instead of like proof. Anyway, that's number one. Number two is, um, what was number two? Number two is generosity. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Okay, so uh, I don't know. It's just, Greg, you did such a good job of explaining some things, man. But uh, like one of the things that we were learning is like there's like ministries of the Spirit and gifts of the Spirit. And we all do the ministries like they're pretty generic, right? Like being a parent, it's like there are millions of you. Like, it doesn't make it less special. Like, it's amazing. But it's just like you are all parents, and there's not one parent that has, like, the gift of parenting. I don't know. And it's like we're all – and so in KLMS, we're learning, like, we all do evangelism. Like, we all are doing the Great Commission. But, like, you get to do that out of the gifts that God's blessed you with, and it makes it fun. And so – I was like, oh, my gosh. So it's like, sweet. There's not like, not like a gift of evangelism. We're all going to try to do evangelism. And I'm going to use generosity because I love it. And I feel like God's blessed me in that. And so just like as God's been changing my heart throughout uh, KLMS, there's this one time we were all at the beach. And uh, somebody had to like drive. Like somebody was going home and they were taking an Evo, right? Evos cost money. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, dude, I have a car. I would love to drive you anywhere. Like, let's go. He's like, that's 25 minutes. I was like, let's do it. It's just, like, amazing. And so I was like, I just can't wait to, like, be generous. It's just, like, what I love to do with God. And we get in the car, and I'm just in the car. I just have, like, the Holy Spirit is on me. And I'm thinking, like, anything that, like, God has just blessed me in this. And this is how I do evangelism with my father. Like, I do it through my gifts. I do the generic thing that we're all doing with the special stuff that God's given to me. And so I'm using my time and my money, right, my gas, and, like, I'm a student, so there's not much of that. And, and I get to use that to love them, and I just feel blessed in that moment. I say, anything I do is going to be loving. And immediately he starts, he thanks me for the ride and then starts pouring out his heart. And the next day we grab sushi and we talk about God for three hours. And it's like evangelism done through your gifts. It's amazing. I don't know. I I just thought it was such a cool, like, I, for some reason, I thought, like, oh, like, some people evangelize, and some people do something else, and are pastors, and whatever, and it's like, we all are doing that, um, sometimes better in other areas than others, and sometimes you have seasons of doing more than, like, of one thing than the other, but it's like, oh, my gosh, I get to use, like, I get to do all of it, and, like, I'm not discounted, and I just get to use it, what, what God's blessed me in, and the coolest thing is, like, Man, God is so faithful. So I've been giving my money away, like, to the best that I can let go of that. And God has, like, there's, I can point to, like, 10 people in here that have given me money for no reason in the past 12 weeks. For no reason. They just, I don't know, God speaks to them because, and they're just like, I'm going to give Mark money. And it's, like, blowing my mind as God, as you do this, like, generic calling, like, God, like, like, fatherhood, like, being a parent, like, we're all doing that together, and you get to do it out of your gifts. I just thought it was amazing. And it's like it, you were so fruitful in that. 
And so I just thought that was sweet. So that was a little testimony. And then uh, the number three thing is laying down your life. I thought that this was, this is a favorite thing. But, uh, and KLMS, we're super excited to die. Like, we are like, like to lay down our life, right? But we just cut it short. This is like, like to lay down our life for our friends. But we just say die. And me and Johnny, John, we're just like, oh, yeah, man, we're going to get out of here. We're going to lay down our life. And I just, I just think it's so fun. And uh, we were taught as a class that, like, we're convinced that, like, the way to life is through, like, death. Like, laying down, like, self-denial. Um, as like Matthew uh, 16, 25, it says like, those who like save their life will lose it, but those who lose their life for my sake will find it. And biblically, we find that like the, like the only way to be fruitful is to like first die like this, like John 12, 24, like that. Unless the seed falls like into the ground and dies, it remains only a seed. Right? And like that, that seed, right, if it struggles really hard to be a peach, it's just never going to happen. But unless it dies, then it can be, like, then God raises it from, like, to life. And I just thought that's amazing news. So I used to struggle super hard to, to you know, to raise myself to life. And now I find now I'm just trying to let go of stuff like the sin that's hindering my life and die to that stuff so that Jesus can raise me to life, and then you've got life. Like a seed becomes a tree. And if seed that like struggles is just a seed. And it's like, man, I find that fruitfulness is what I think we're learning as a class, like comes from laying down your life and not trying to, you know, just like hold on to what you have. And so this is the season, I think, for all of us um, as a class and like as a church. It's just like, well, like, how do we do that now? Um, and like, and this is where my mind goes. It's like, well, how do I do that in my relationship with God and one another in the world? And like, I was thinking like, like, these are just thoughts, but like, like, like God, like, how do we lay down our life? And I was thinking like tithing came to my mind, like personally, but also like as a class and as a church is like, can we find a way to like die to the thing that, that makes us need that 10% so that we can be raised to life and be fruitful. And like, how can we practice that in our relationship with God? And my heart went to tithing. I was like, Mark, you tiny bit of money that you make, like you gotta figure out how to give 10% of that away or you will never have life. Um, my relationship with others, I live with 15 people and it's, it's a gong show. And uh, it's, oh my gosh, it's an absolute nightmare. And, uh, but we're having fun. And uh, I found like, just like my heart transforming throughout the, uh, the course of KLMS. And it's like, I remember a couple weeks ago, like, I, uh, we got her, like, recycling out this, like, door from the kitchen. And I'm like, tuna can, da, 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 lid in the garbage, rinse, boom, tuna can, open the door, toss the can, rim out on the lid. Isn't that the worst when you throw something? And then it's like, rims out. And it's just like, well, there's, like, five other pieces of garbage on the ground. So I'm like, whatever, close the door. And I'm just like, because <laughs> it's like, we're all, we're all, oh my gosh. And, uh, and I, I just think to myself, it's like, Mark, come on, man. Can you lay down your life so that your roommates can live? And I go, and I open the door. And I pick up the dumb can. I throw it in the garbage. And then I pick up all the other stuff and throw it in the garbage. Close the door. But it's just like, I find that my heart's been being transformed as I'm figuring out that, like, my life is, like, where, where I can lay it down like Jesus gives me life. 
um, like with the world. Um, like, like when I drove, right? Like there's, my heart's just been so transformed. Like that the first thing that I thought when I came to play beach volleyball is like, man, it'd be so much more fun to like drive my friend back to right where I came from, right? Without, you know, having just got there. And it's like, that's more fun. And I think like my challenge or my encouragement is just like, how do we lay down our life? Because isn't it, I know it's hard to get because like that doesn't always sound like good news, but like, isn't it for the like joy set before him that Christ endured the cross? Like, is that not true? Like something is that there's joy in that. Like there's joy in laying down your life. There's joy in dying to that part. And so are we taking communion? Is that a thing? You'll come up after. Well, I'm basically done, man. But <laughs> basically, um, like what, like the next season of our, like our life holds as a class and like what we're trying to figure out in our relationship with God is like how do we die so that we can have life and joy and fruitfulness in our relationships with God, one another, and the world. And so, I don't know, that's just a little bit of what I learned at KLMS. And like I said, Jan and I will be there next year. So come, come hang out. But yeah, that's it.